It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast talking real estate around the UAE as we do and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcast from. And it is so nice to get Monday out of the way. Here we are on a Tuesday morning, the 12th day of December. I know, a little bit scary. The end of the year is approaching. And just want to mention about some of the jobs. We've talked about the creative technology jobs in the UAE. There's so many startups. This is great, of course, for real estate because the more jobs means more people come in. And a point in case, I spotted one today, a French company, Flying Whales, are going to build a factory in the UAE creating 1,000 jobs. Now, what this is, it kind of looks like the Hindenburg, you know, these electric airships. And they carry 60 tonnes of cargo and operate like a helicopter reaching remote areas. And they're going to serve 30 bases uh, across the UAE and offering an eco-friendly transport solution 20 times less cost than helicopters. Now, if you're a helicopter operator, of course, you're not going to be too keen to hear about this, Mario, (laughs) because it's all about the electrification of these these airships. But, you know, we've talked about this, haven't we, across the year, just in terms of the jobs, build things, and people will come. Yeah, exactly. Good morning to everybody. I mean, this is an interesting piece, actually, because when you consider job creating, the UAE is not necessarily a hub of manufacturing. We attract a lot of talent and we bring the best of the best all over the world to come and ply their trade here. So, this particular company, if they're actually going to be manufacturing, this is this is great news. Now, a thousand uh, jobs created, amazing. Not sure at what skill level. So when you talk about real estate, obviously it depends at what level these people are coming in at. If they are literally just like the ant workers, then potentially they may already have accommodations set up for them by the company. However, if it's highly skilled white collar workers, then of course, this is where the real estate agents ears will prick up. And, uh, you know, they'll be interested to maybe try and rent or sell them some some new stock. I want to sort of uh, fly one of these, you know, the flying whales. I mean, what a wonderful name for this French company. How big are they, Craig? I mean, are they huge? One of the online portals is reporting it, and as I say, it just looks like the Hindenburg, probably a little smaller, but yeah, what a cool job that is, sitting with their electric airships uh, driving those around across the UAE. No doubt they'll be actually really quiet as well, so it'll be more a case of seeing it first, not hearing it. I'm sure it's going to be a sight to behold floating around Dubai. Yeah, floating is is the operative word here, not helicoptering. And as you say, you know, creative technology, it's about the, the confidence about the industry. And that is what is fueling and driving these, these startup companies to come into the UAE in the first place. Take away a little bit of that confidence and, yeah, that will start to wane a little bit. No, for sure. No, I'm, I'm excited to see all the new innovative stuff that, that Dubai is attracting, whether it's floating airships or, or flying taxis, in fact. That's another one that's uh, obviously going to be coming. 
Yeah, bring on the flying taxis. All right, let's talk about skyscrapers because a stalled skyscraper project in Dubai's marina, it is back on the track. And I think one of the developers snagged the plot for a hundred million, I think it was US dollars, aiming to revive it. Yeah, this is the tallest residential clock tower, in fact. It's a collaboration between London Gate, the developer, and Frank Muller, which is the Swiss luxury watch manufacturer. This is the first time this brand has actually entered the world of real estate. Although you mentioned Dubai Marina, we we don't exactly know where the location is. That's yet to be announced. But it's scheduled to be tall, uh, 450 metres to be precise. You've got to go for those uh, Guinness Book of Records every time. Absolutely. The tower actually is going to be named Aternitas, which is after Frank Muller's watch of the same name, which is one of the world's most complicated watches. The, the luxury project will be officially unveiled in January, though, so we don't have much information other than apparently the handover is expected in 2026, which... When I first heard about it, I thought, well, that's not very long at all. That's only two years. But as you say, it's a stalled project. So perhaps the the infrastructure and and the the bones of it is already there. So a two-year build is, uh, is possible. Now, talking of uh, stalled projects, I know that this next uh, topic was, I think it was supposed to happen a couple of years ago, but COVID kind of got in the way of it. And I'm talking about the EMAR 3D printer. So what can you tell us a little bit about this? Because it's been muchly waited for and anticipated. Yeah, last week at a launch event involving Xiaomi's smart living concept, Imar finally revealed Dubai's first 3D printed villa, which, as you mentioned, uh, was previously delayed due to COVID-19. Now, this is a 2,175 square foot or 202 square meter villa. And it's got lots of uh, interesting design details, including the use of curved walls and large scale windows. I mean, it's a decent sized property. It's three bedrooms, four bathrooms, fully equipped kitchen, study, and uh, an integrated garage. And the villa is located in Arabian Ranches 3. Okay, and what about the products and in terms of inside the villa? What can you tell us about that? Well, it has many of Xiaomi's mobile products integrated within it, such as smart vacuum, air purifiers, cameras, and lots more, which obviously aligns perfectly with Dubai's smart city vision, which has a target of achieving 25% of all construction projects to be 3D printed by 2030. Uh, The villa does represent an absolutely stunning example of what 3D printing can do for architectural design and uh, the property market in general. And in terms of 3D, it's only going to get better with time. So I think it's probably hard to read the whole landscape with the the building with 3D. In five years' time, it'll be completely different. 
Yeah, and, and obviously at the moment, what we're talking about is the fabric of the actual building, the walls, you know, the, the roof, the outside, uh, that, that's all 3D printed. But the listeners need to understand that, you know, the, the kitchen is still the kitchen, um, you know, sanitary ware is still sanitary ware. It's not, that's not 3D printed. I guess in time, that may come out of a box, if I can put it that way. But right now, it's just the fabric and the actual structure of the building that's 3D printed. All right, so let's move on to talking real estate for those listeners outside of the UAE. Now, we've mentioned this before. We get so many of these emails that come in. I was just mentioning a couple of days ago, Kieran in Glasgow and his mate Patrick listening, looking at moving here in the next year. There are people, Mario, that have been listening over the course of 2023 that might be eyeing moving into Dubai and becoming a real estate agent. I guess this is right up your alley because you already you operate such a large team underneath you, 100 people. So I thought let's this morning just go through a little bit of advice for people thinking about into the new year, coming to Dubai, learning real estate, maybe working with Mario. What are some of the main things they should be thinking about between now and when they finally arrive in Dubai when it comes to real estate? Well, the first thing I would say is that don't just come on a whim. You know, come to Dubai, enjoy it as a holiday first. Really check out all the different areas and what Dubai has to offer because it is a slightly different city when you view it through the eyes of a visitor uh, than when you do when you come here as a you know as a, as a resident. So for sure, come and actually explore what the city has to offer. The second thing I would uh, I would say is. It's about expectation. I mean, throughout this year on the podcast, you know, we've talked about the success stories of what Dubai has had to offer, these launches, selling out, especially on the off plan. You know, the secondary market is going great guns. People are, you know, very successful. However, for every good luck story, we have a hard luck story. I mean, being a real estate agent is is tough. Uh, you know, getting stock is is difficult. Working with with owners and landlords is difficult because there are so many agents here. So anybody thinking about coming, they really have to lower their expectations. You know. Can you become a millionaire as a real estate agent in Dubai? Yes, of course you can, and there are many of them. But for every one that becomes a millionaire, there are 10, 20, perhaps even 30 who don't even make it. They don't even get to their next deal. It's, it's, the gap is too long. So there are many facets to the job. You have to be uh, rear registered. You have to pass exams. There is a certain standard, obviously, that you have to reach. But of course, People expect to be treated with respect, with professionalism. And sadly, unfortunately, there are some, some people who are in it for the short game rather than the long game. As most people know now, I'll be in this for 40 years next year. It's a big anniversary. And, you know, don't just do a deal for a deal's sake. Look at the long-term plan. Look at the, the relationship that you're trying to build with your clients because repeat business is the most important thing. But certainly expectations lower them. That would be my advice to anybody coming. 
just a reminder, of course, we don't talk about the real estate industry and becoming a real estate agent through rose-tinted glasses. We are always saying this is the downside and something to think about potentially because we talk about it all the time. And I just wonder, Mario, on, on the upside, whether people, when they hear about all of these projects being sold out, whether they think in their brain, gee, there's a lot of order taking here. I can, you know, land in Dubai. All the developments are selling out within days. Once I go and work for a real estate company, I'm going to be order taking, selling lots of real estate. But no, hang on, just wait a minute, back it up. That's not quite how it works, right? Exactly. That's not how it works. I mean, there, there is an element of that, especially when we're talking about off-plan. Off-plan, the, the real estate agent has to know sufficiently enough to entice a buyer to maybe bring them to the developer's office to have an understanding of what the project has to offer. But I mean, I'm going back now, obviously, when we did have time to bring people to developer's offices and where people had the time to sit and look at plans and discuss. Now, unfortunately, it's it's not like that. I mean, the kind of marketplace that we're in and off plan, uh, there's so much hype around certain projects that actually buyers need to make a decision literally instantly. We're taking expressions of interest before obviously projects are even launched and, and, and people just need to really move very, very quickly. And for some people, that's very alien because you know they're, they're saying to us, we're not buying a loaf of bread, we're buying a property. We get that as agents, but unfortunately there are so many people that are wanting to put down their deposit that if you don't act quickly, then you, you end up missing out. A bit like Raunex, uh, you know, buyer who, who missed out on that one bedroom which uh, incidentally, we, we have managed to sort him out. So Raunek is very happy. And maybe just to finish up, if you are going to come to Dubai to become a real estate agent, here's something for you to think about. Think about your eating and your meal intake because so many people skip meals. So think about being healthy, a little bit of exercise and not just work, work, work. Uh, You miss lunch, you, you have a light dinner because you've got too much work on. Being healthy, being a little bit fit all sort of plays out to help you in the long term for sort of achieving those goals as a real estate agent. Well, that's really interesting for you to say that, uh, Craig, because ironically, I don't eat lunch. So I have a very light breakfast. I completely skip lunch because I am so busy. I mean, the day just goes incredibly fast meetings, interviews, you know, viewings, all sorts of stuff. And so, Actually, if I stopped, I would have time, obviously, for lunch because you've got to make time for lunch. But I choose not to. I power through and then I just have my meal in the evening. So, so yeah, it's an interesting point. You've, you've got to not just have a, you know, a fit mind, but you've got to have a fit body as well because this, this job literally, apart from when you go to sleep, is 24-7. I am talking to Mario's 100 strong real estate agents. Do me a favour next week. Somebody organise a banana, some nuts, 
an apple, <laughs> something that he can eat sort of within 60 seconds, and then he's actually having something for lunch. I mean, how difficult can this be? So there's a hundred of you. I know that there's a proportion of you listening to the podcast right now. Get that organized for Mario, because once he starts to eat an apple or a banana, he'll never go back. He'll have something for lunch every day. Oh my goodness, Craig, that's hilarious. I, do, I tell you what I do take, are those vitamin sort of tablets that you drop in water, so I'm able to have my water intake. So that's, that's me sorted. What a healthy lunch, a vitamin and <laughs> water. Brilliant. I'll let you go because I know that uh, you don't have much time and we'll catch you back next week. Thanks a lot, Craig, and goodbye to all the listeners. Thank you. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.